0: You're listening to the People Over Profit Podcast. Hi, I'm Justine Beauregard. Since 2008, I've helped scale multiple businesses to seven, eight, and nine figures by focusing on quality connections, not vanity metrics. For decades, we've been taught to believe that business is just a numbers game, but really it's a relationships game. Gone are the days of prioritizing money over our missions and the people that our businesses are built to support. I created this podcast because I want you to make a difference in the world without feeling like you have to sacrifice your income or your integrity to do it. If you're building a business that puts people first, you belong here. Now, let's spend some quality time together. I've self-identified as a generalist for many years. I call myself a Jane of all trades. It's been a gift to know a lot about a lot, I have to say, but lots of people share the quote about a Jack of all trades as the master of none. And that's not actually the full quote. The full quote is a jack of all trades is a master of none, but still always better than a master of one. I'm a business builder, a full stack marketer, an expert sales trainer, and a 30 plus year entrepreneur. I have knowledge about a lot of things and I continue to learn about a lot of topics. Maybe you can relate. Maybe that's why you listen to this podcast. I think that being a generalist is wonderful. It has widened my perspective. It's made me an exceptional problem solver, a great critical thinker, but it has also held me back big time. Or should I say, I have held me back big time. So I thought that it might help to share What i'm learning as i'm going through this journey of releasing old stories of who i was and stepping into my power as a specialist in sales coaching who is still appreciating who i am as a skillful doer of many things and the first lesson is that it's okay to evolve on episode 35 of this show people over profit i talk about how simple it is to get tangled up in your work And to allow your identity to become entangled in your work. And I think that over the years, I have become so proud of my versatility and my desire to learn and my resilience and adaptability as a Jane of all trades that I've told myself that is the best and only way to live as a person who struggles with ADHD and a deep fascination of so many topics. So it makes sense that I would be hesitant to change that and that I have wrapped my whole being into that identity and that I feel like evolving is scary and I need to add that deep layer of appreciation for who I am as a generalist without depending on it because depending on it has given me a recipe for staying put and that is not who I am. And I'm learning that even though it doesn't feel as comfortable, and there might be a lot of unknowns and decisions that need to be made because I have lived my entire life as a Jane of all trades, I have the tools to cope with that very easily. And I'm not releasing that identity. That's just becoming another layer of who I am. And here's the funny thing about belief. By the way, if I started as a specialist, I would just tell myself that this is the absolute best opportunity to expand my horizons and develop these skill sets. And because I'm so good at specializing deeply within one skill set, I'm trained at getting good at something quickly and efficiently, which makes me ideal to transition into more of a generalist type role. This is actually a really good lesson in sales, by the way, because the what doesn't matter. What you're selling, what you're saying, these are just things. These are just words. What matters is what you think and feel and believe about what you're saying and selling. That's why the value of your offer doesn't really matter. It's the perceived value from you and the people that you're selling to that matters. So even though what I'm learning is that it's okay to evolve and that there is this element of safety implied in the okayness of that scenario, what I'm also saying is that it's important to evolve, critical even. It makes you a better person, a better business owner and better at sales. The second thing I'm learning is that I know what I don't like. A lot of people who specialize right away in something and know that they like that thing don't ever get to experience things they don't like. The more things I know I don't like, the quicker I can find things I do like. The easier it is for me to filter through decisions, the better I am at helping other people decide what they like and what they don't like. Again, a valuable set of sales skills. Some would also argue that a generalist will have a lot more trouble standing out. What I've found is the opposite is true. Because it's inherently difficult to stand out as a generalist, I've gotten exceptionally good at differentiating myself in unique ways. And if I can do that as a generalist, I can crush it as a specialist. And honestly, that is what I'm finding. In just a couple of months, I've gone from being recognized and selected as a speaker for All Things Business to being personally invited as a guest on top-ranked podcasts. We're talking 1% to 3% of all podcasts as the go-to person for authentic selling. And something that I realized I didn't like about being a generalist was that there was never enough time in the day to go deep on topics. So when I'm trying to learn something, it's always taken me 10 times longer because I've had to create that time in my schedule for everything else I'm juggling. But then I realized there's always a sacrifice. And what I'm recognizing having been in this specialist type role for a couple of months now is that that's the case no matter what. As I often tell my clients, you get to choose your hard. No matter what, it's not going to be a walk in the park all the time. Sometimes you have to do the hard thing. And that brings me to the next lesson, which is we don't learn by being great. Failure is our greatest teacher. When you're a generalist, you have a greater risk tolerance. You open yourself up to more opportunity that opens you up to more risk of failing. This might not always be the best. It might not always feel good, but it's invaluable. I'll give you an example. I have always loved sewing. I actually sewed all of the curtains in my previous house because I was obsessed with this one particular fabric, and I had this very clear vision of how I wanted my curtains to look, and I couldn't find anything similar, so I made them myself. And it took me months between sourcing the fabrics, measuring, cutting, sewing, adjusting, just getting everything the exact way that I wanted it to be and I still didn't love the finished product. (laughs) I am not a master of sewing. I have so much to learn but I did get better at sewing. For instance, I learned that the blackout fabric I used as a backing was too thick. I would have bought the thinner one. And I should have measured twice and cut once on every single piece of the curtain, not just the first few panels. That said, every time someone came to my house, they would compliment me on my curtains. I had the most fun time bonding with my mom, laughing and sweating over these curtains for months until they were done. And perhaps the biggest lesson of all of this is that I will probably never make curtains again. (laughs) But I did it. I made them. I did that. My sweat equity, my attention to detail, my commitment to the project, I did that. I had a vision for what these curtains could be. I had a desire to learn. And if anyone ever asked me, how do I make curtains, I would be able to recommend a little bit of knowledge and share what I've gleaned from that experience. I can be helpful And I can also not waste my time trying to make curtains again simply because I've obsessed over this fabric and can't find anything like it without spending hundreds of dollars and months of time creating my own thing. And I'll tell you what I realized. If I woke up today with the skill of knowing how to make curtains, I would not have any of these beautiful lessons to share. I wouldn't be able to tell you what I learned or what I'm mindful of and I wouldn't be able to tell you what I did or didn't like about the process and I wouldn't have grown as a human or become better at knowing what I truly want and I probably wouldn't feel as proud of my curtains because they would just be something I knew how to make and then did it. There's so much gratitude in being bad at something. Noticing that there's an opportunity, working the problem, Figuring things out, getting your hands dirty. I think that is the part of this whole experience that I appreciate so much about being a generalist for all these years. I'm so much less fearful of getting my hands dirty and falling short of expectations and screwing it up. And I know how to handle those situations better because I'm used to it, I do it more often. I'm not saying that as a generalist, you're going to fail all the time, but you will always be learning. And more often than not, in specialty type roles, you're going to fail too. That little slice of humble pie that you're going to get every time you make a mistake, every time you need to ask for help, every time that something goes wrong, that may not taste great in the moment, but you know what it's going to do? It's going to nourish your soul. So if you have been worried and you have been feeling less confident in yourself because you're more of a generalist, I want you to know that you're choosing to feel that way. That you have my unequivocal permission and the full power to see yourself as one of the most capable, brilliant people because you're a generalist, not in spite of it. And if it's been holding you back from being your most exceptional self... You have the choice to look at these past few days or months or years of feeling that way as the tension that you feel on a slingshot right before you release it. It is your time to let go and soar. If you found this episode helpful, feel free to tag me with your thoughts and feedback at Justine Beauregard coach on Instagram or Facebook. And if you have ideas for future episodes, I'd love to hear them. Just send an email to Justine at Justine And if you haven't yet, don't forget to click that subscribe button and rate and review the show. Your feedback means a lot to me and allows us to keep learning and growing together. I'll see you next week.